Welcome to Disruptive Branding by Saffron Brand Consultants. In this podcast, we will share the most important insights that we have gathered from several decades of working closely with some of the world's most disruptive brands. We will show how every business, startup to enterprise, can design its brand using disruptive thought and action. From how-to sessions with members of our executive team to conversations with our clients, learn firsthand how to position your brand to compete with disruptive challenges and to challenge and disrupt yourself. Welcome to episode seven. The topic on today's agenda is about building customer loyalty through a great service. I'm Daniel Hurst, a designer here at Saffron Brand Consultants, and I'm joined by our Chief New Business Development Officer, Alfredo. Hey Alfredo, glad to chat today. Let's get right in. So the first question. So when uh, when thinking about famous brands, we often think about ones with innovative products, uh, charismatic founders, lovely logos, or memorable ad campaigns. But in our experience, it's important to consider other factors to have a real impact on customers' perception of the brand. Uh, why is customer service so important? Well. Dan, nice to uh, to see you or to hear you, and uh, and thanks. It's a, yeah, it's a it's a great uh, question. You know, yeah, customer service is um, it's very very important because at the end of the day, you know, we we see brands as much more than just the top of the iceberg. You know, people see the top of the iceberg, they see the logo, they see the, the verbal identity, but there's much more, and we see because we help our clients develop what uh, is underneath the water, which is the experience in itself and how you deliver it. And customer service is key for that. Uh, you know, if we look at a traditional sector, which is the airline, which unfortunately they're suffering quite a lot right now, you know, you really have to go on and, you know, go that extra mile to differentiate yourself. You can't just um, go by price because at the end of the day, you know, you're going to be competing against the Ryanairs and all that and, and nobody will it's not going to be something that makes you unique and relevant to your audiences. You have to be something more. And customer service is something that could really deliver on that experience. Um, I think there's great examples of, you know, Asian, uh, Asian Pacific or other Katai or even Gulf Air, other airlines that, for example, deliver and have that customer experience top notch. Um, this always reminds me of that funny scene in the movie, uh, Meet the Parents, where Gaylord is in the airport and he's trying to get into an airplane and the, uh, land stewardess wouldn't let him in because, uh, because it's not the role and he was the only one. So I think that's a really good point where you could destroy, um, the, the customer service in one second. And, you know, there's always a great, uh, mention, uh, quote that says that it takes it could take years to create a good reputation and only 30 seconds to destroy it and customer services write that front line to do that to save it uh so that's that's really cool so it's good to know that obviously in airlines it's not even across the board it's not just actually one moment in time it's along the entire process you ruin it at any point that's that then leaves a huge mark on that that unique customer's journey so it's about the whole journey not just one little element so uh, now we've obviously looked at why customer service is so important can you explain the steps brands need to take to provide excellent customer service well i i think that to provide uh excellent customer service i mean you got to start with the people you got to start with the 
the, the, your amb ambassadors of the brand. Um, I think the first thing is like, for example, the, the Four Seasons Golden Rule. You know, if you treat your people well, they will uh, more likely to treat your customers well. And that gives you a ROI uh, direct because um, a happy customer is a returning customer. Uh, there is also another example, which is the Nordstrom example, you know, that, you know, even if your employees have and understand what the brand stands for, you got to give them the liberty to make the right judgment, to make that right treatment with the customers, because they're the ones that know the best at that certain moment where they're engaging with them. And, you know, there's also another really interesting uh, point here is that, you know, there's a lot of... Um, in the area that we're living in now, where you have a lot of customer-centric, you know, big data and everything, we really don't take into consideration uh, so much the people that are there that have that relationship with our customers. We should definitely learn from them. I think that senior leaders should learn from them. Um, and there's also that great example with Kennedy and the janitor, where, you know, he goes into the NASA building. And he says hello to this janitor and says, what are you, you know, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm helping to put a man on the moon. And I think there, if you live and uh, commute with the, um, the values and the culture of the brand, you're going to deliver that great customer service. Um, so it was really interesting, obviously, along the point, especially on the Kennedy and speaking to the janitor. And like, that's the, sort of like the bottom up and actually listening to the people that deal with everything from the business not just the people that are in senior roles so it could be a customer a customer service advisor talking to customers every day or um someone that's out actually speaking to actually people in the actual field going outside and working with them it's all very it's all very crucial of course so we know people are key but then sometimes people can be slowed down by processes now all right well i think that uh it's important here what we have to do for this um is uh, tackle the processes, analyze it, and see where we could have better uh, optimize uh, as much as we can. You know, uh, now that you have really empowered employees in place, you know, make sure that uh, you invest also in the system and the processes and the tools, uh, so they can do their jobs efficiently. You know, uh, for example, in store, there's a good example of Macy's where they have you know the key questions to ask yourself is what what is the pain point um, our employees and customer facing and how can uh, the system fix the, uh, these problems you know what will be the journey itself internally for the employee to deliver the best customer service and online is you know have that also that journey and see what is important for the e-commerce experience to be top notch you know you have a great example of asos uh, using data to improve the online experience one thing here is that, you know, we have to really be careful about how much data we use and understanding the client, because sometimes we want to take that step further. And there's a great example of a supermarket chain. I'm not going to say the name of it in the United States, where they sent uh, after analyzing the consumer habits of a, of a lady, uh, they sent her a letter saying congratulations for your new coming baby. And she found out that she was pregnant because of the the products that she was purchasing. So trying to deliver such great customer service sometimes has a negative thing. So we have to be careful with that. There's also another great example that we could talk about is, for example, American Express. And, you know, not only uh, giving the, 
the product, the financial product that they have, but they also take that step further. You know, they have great insurance when you travel. They have a lot of perks that you could exchange points for. And they also give you, you know, depending on your habits uh, or hobbies, they give you special treatment and special locations for concerts or golf um, opportunities to go and play or things. So I think this is also another example of taking um, let's say the uh, customer service and understanding the customer to another level. I guess during lockdown, we've seen brands lose key physical touch points, like stores where they can interact with customers. Do brands have to change their approach to customer service in this new world? I think that this lockdown that we have lived and that we are living in right now has accelerated the way that we engage with brands and the way that we engage with the uh, customer service of the brands. Uh, unfortunately, we haven't been able to, to go out as much, uh, to go to restaurants, hotels, travel, retail, stores. And one of the things that uh, we've had to do or brands have to do is find new ways, new bridges of engaging and keep that loyalty from their clients and customers. And the way that they've done that is through the digital uh, channels. Um, how can I bring the retail experience? How can I bring the, the, the travel experience to my uh, clients uh, at, in their living room? And this is something that, for example, through uh, online uh, websites, the app, people have been able to do that at Deliver. Hopefully, uh, we'll be able to put this in, in the back and live again a normal life very, very soon. Then finally, I think we probably can't talk about customer service without talking about improving the methods and means of communication. Yeah, I mean, I think this is key. I mean, going back to the, the, the point of um, engaging with our uh, stakeholder clients uh, through the digital experience is key. You know, brands have to be accessible. If you want to have a great customer service, you need to make sure that customers can get in touch with you uh, in the first place with very, very easy channels of doing it. You know, They have to establish multiple channels through which customers will be able to communicate uh, with your brand uh, on the phone, in person, if possible, through the apps, uh, through chats, through social media, website, et cetera. Um, your customer service approach is increasingly public the response has to be, uh, you know, uh, direct uh, through social media and can gain huge amount of increasing of um, of publicity, good and bad. Uh, again, as I've mentioned before, you know, you could uh, you need a lot of investment in terms of time, you know, years to create a good reputation, and you could lose it in in thirty seconds. I think that, for example, if there is a negative. Um, uh, comment about your brand and about your your services. Keep the conversation going and try to change that and make it a, an opportunity for you to so people could see that you know that you you as a brand uh, care about uh, what you're delivering. What is the experience of our consumers? Another thing is, for example, be more human. You know, uh, people expect uh, brands. Uh, to have people behind them, not only machines, you know, so that tone of voice has to be much more uh, engaging, much more closer to what uh, the customers expect. 
um, you know, and uh, we're missing that first example and that, you know, we're missing that face-to-face -face opportunity. But again, remember that you always have a great opportunity to, to great, uh, to create that uh, engagement and that relationship stronger through many, many channels. So that's where we should focus on. We all know that customer service is never smooth sailing. We've all experienced things that go wrong when engaging with a brand, be it late delivery, a bad experience with a call. Um, but how can a brand respond to this and not let it affect them in the long term? Um, well, I mean, I think First of all, you have to find uh, and analyze very, very well and um, inform the people that are going to be in the front line. You know, if it's going to be in the chat, if it's going to be on the call center, uh, when, you know, when have your employees know very well what's the tone of voice, how to respond, how to treat um, the, the consumers, even in some, these difficult moments, because, you know, we are speaking when somebody calls because if something negative happened, it's because there has been, um, your, your brand hasn't delivered, you probably have an angry customer on the other side of the line. So always, always respond. Always, always uh, try to make, you know, uh, deliver a good, uh, helpful response and, and try to solve the problem. Um, and I really think that, you know, that is a, a moment of wow. You know, if you could change a bad experience um, and, and they could see that you're really worried about them. And if you see that they're taking, you're taking that extra mile uh, to, to try to solve their problem, you're going to create a fan. And I think, for example, Sappos did that in a really good way. You know, they changed these moments and that, you know, moment of delivering the shoes uh, as a wow factor, you know, use the packaging, use, uh, you know, nice notes that you could, uh, you know, have a personalized uh, message, you know, use those moments of truth to create a, a wow experience. But do we have any tips for having a human tone of voice? Be truthful to, to, to your essence, first of all. And uh, if you are truthful to your essence, you're going to have that human touch and you're going to transmit that through the tone of voice of your brand. Uh, you know, definitely write or communicate the way you speak and the way that the brand should speak. Um, put yourself in the shoes and very, very important, you know, be customer centric. Put yourself in the shoes of your audiences, internal and external. Um, and, uh, and then also, you know, go straight to the point. I mean, time is the most valuable thing that, uh, that people have. They don't want to waste it. Um, so being a customer service, try to understand what the client wants, deliver and make that experience and that delivery, uh, unique and special. For customer service, why is brand so important for us at Saffron? If you have, if you have a well-defined and clear brand value proposition, um, that everybody engages with, uh, internal audiences, uh, your customer service uh, force, your strategic and, and product uh, offer, uh, you're gonna be able to communicate and to engage with your uh, employees, your clients, and your different stakeholders. Brand has to be the essence of everything. 
It has to be in the middle of everything you do, and it has to feed on all actions, communications, and experience deliver points that you have. If you wouldn't have a, a, a well-defined brand uh, essence or experience, you could be anything. You could be a commodity. This is what's going to make you unique. Yeah, there's not there's not one there's one defined answer. There is many answers, and it all depends on the industry, the area you're working in, and your customers that you serve. So this was a very practical episode. I thought you explained perfectly how to establish effective customer service at the centre of a brand. And I also think that our listeners can understand a bit more about how important it is for brand loyalty. To summarise a little bit, put customer service at the centre of your brand or risk customers feeling that their needs are not being met, which will probably cause them to move on to another competitor or invest time in your employees and the processes they use to improve levels and ultimately create brand loyalty. Tune in, tune in next week as you can catch up with Gabor and Emma as they look into the interesting topic of brand environments, what, what they should be like, do, and how to create them. Thank you for listening to this episode of Disruptive Branding. If you're liking our very first podcast series, please subscribe and feel free to give us a like or write us a review wherever you get your podcasts. It helps other brand lovers find us.